Thanks for joining us today. Today is one of the days where we get to peel back the curtain and give you some of the insider conversations that happen at Viscal. And today I have the full team with us, Megan, Jay, Tyler, and Carolina, as well as Randall. And we are going to be digging into a tasty topic. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Fork and Lens podcast, brought to you by Viscal. the team today. Uh, we are going to do a creative critique today. I think we're all excited, aren't we? Yeah. 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 All right. So recently, Apple released a series of 15-second slow-motion selfies taken by iPhone users that often cut wide to reveal the Instagram versus reality spinoff of the actual scene. Um, if you want to check these out, we'll have all the links down in the show notes for you. It's worth your time. They're really good. And um, they also have some comedic relief in them as well. So let's get this ball rolling. What stands out about these ads to all of you? I think how homegrown it is. It's so, it, it's so relatable. It is. For me, I find it completely humorous because it almost kind of has that Zach Galifianakis um, vibe to them of just, you know, that slow comical humor that just keeps you laughing after you watch it. It has a human element a lot of the time of uh, there's like a person taking a selfie in a sprinkler very dramatically wiggling his face in front of the camera (laughs) and just being silly. I feel like we should describe some of these. Yeah, there's a guy, like, standing in a sprinkler, you know, being sprayed by the water. (laughs) And not an attractive man at that. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's right. (laughs) Sorry, no. (laughs) Yeah, the freezer one in the grocery store was hysterical. Yeah, oh my gosh, beautiful. Three women sort of striking a pose with this, like, fog coming around and then it hits wide and they're standing in the freezer with the grocery store. Yeah. yeah, it's it's the it's those comedic moments when you when you know you're doing the the classic Instagram uh, I think that's the idea. It's the slow motion to make this beautiful scene or whatever it is and then you come out and you and you realize reality is is far funnier than than the actual slow mo the slow mo, you know, selfie, which is um which is the funny I, to me that's the funniest part of the whole thing is when you come out of it and you're just like, oh yeah, this is real life still. And yet you can make these incredible videos that you can you can put on your on your gram <laughs> or yeah, TikTok or wherever you want to put them. The <laughs> reveal is is obviously the best part, but I think it touches on like, oh, here's this really beautiful thing. I feel silly doing it. And oh, yeah, I look silly doing it, too. Um, and even from like a production standpoint, uh, we've all been in weird situations where we've done silly things to make something look beautiful. Um, <laughs> and it's just like those whatever rig that you got to set up to make it happen you know it's just it's fun i was gonna say i've been i've been on a ladder dumping snow off of my roof onto somebody before so uh you know there's that (laughs) (laughs) i gotta say about the the video team and the you know the photography side of things it's just unreal how you guys can pick out some of these beautiful shots and just everyday stuff which is kind of what apple was doing like i mean uh Randall J and Carolina's Instagrams are just ridiculous. Like just the photos <laughs> on there and you know, it, just the everyday stuff. And I, I barely take, I'm just so obsessed with design. I forget about pictures. I have like 
four pictures of my phones. It's just when I see dolphins. But, <laughs> but I, I mean, it's just a, it's a, it's it's cool. It like the beauty you can find in just everyday activity and how they really highlighted that, you know, and just to show like you have this camera every day with you, you know, in your pocket. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that was really neat. Yeah, you're right. It, it is so genius because it hits on so many things and it's happening within like 15 seconds. It's, it's incredible. But that to Megan's point, it, it hits on some of the most basic human sort of things that we're trying to we're strive for, which is just sort of like, this beauty, we're trying to make our lives look amazing, but then we're also aware that we look ridiculous. So it's sort of hitting on both of them and, and saying we're all in on this joke, but we accept both of them. And I think it's sort right. of, it's sort of, it's almost like social media point, you know, 2.0 now where we're, we're almost in on the joke now. Like we're all, we've all had social media long enough now that we know it's sort of all fake. So now it's almost <laughs> time to chart, trying to see how we can make the real part interesting now. <laughs> like, yeah. That was becoming too hard to keep up this fakeness for too long. So, <laughs> so I guess my question is, do people, like, we're in on the joke. Like, we understand. But I don't know that everyone understands how ridiculous they look trying to get some of these things. And I'll give you the perfect example. There is this woman that lives in our neighborhood who walks her dog. And this is probably like something completely related to COVID because I've never seen it happen before. Or maybe it's because I'm always at the studio. But... um she walks her dog with headphones in and she is literally like dancing and singing as she walks her dog. And it is, I hope she's not listening because it is, it's the most comical thing to watch. And so one of my close girlfriends lives on the other side of development. And I'm like, Hey, have you seen this? Like I'm dying laughing every single time. And she's like, Oh no, have you seen the grand finale? Well, here this woman goes out on her deck and like does like a full stage production without any props or scenery of like the grand finale of the song after she gets home from a walk. And it is something that we look for now. Every time she's out, we're like, Ooh, what song are we singing today? <laughs> But have people realized how ridiculous they actually look? Or are they just like so sucked into curating that perfection that they don't even realize like how ridiculous it really is? But and I is this kind of making fun of that? Well, yeah, you know, I, th I think the beauty of it though is, is that some people may not realize it and they're completely fine with it too. So it almost says like, <laughs> it's okay, I want to do this as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> fully accepted any aspect of what you're doing this for if it's just you're in your own world fair enough if you're trying to create some beautiful image fair enough if you're you know trying to fake something it's fair you know what I mean? it's sort yeah of, sort of all-inclusive right yeah but either well, way well, it's an inside joke yeah yeah, yeah. But what's, what's funny about that woman though is if you filmed her a certain way though you could actually make it look like some completely different beautiful shot like, yeah you probably could <laughs> kind of music playing and lighting all of a sudden you got some she, right and she probably has like the voice of mariah carey that's been yeah, dubbed yeah, yeah. over her lip syncing yeah no 100 there's also an element of like some people just don't care i mean they live their lives and they're gonna do what makes them happy and however they look and whatever how you know, however they're perceived they can be as inseparable of a person as as you possibly can be and they don't care and i think that there is an element of beauty in that too because um, a lot of people live their lives being really restrictive or um, too afraid to kind of expose Eat themselves, themselves. being vulnerable or whatever. And um, and I think that that's, that's great. Yeah. yeah. 
what I what I love about it, if you if you really think back, and this goes off Megan's point, if you think back to when um, you know uh, phones or even computers started having uh, the cameras in them, and you know Apple used to have their little, I don't, they probably still do their little photo booth thing, and you could have funny little swirls and and stuff that would like distort your face. And <clears throat> I even think back back to then. I mean, we used to see tons of photos like that when that kind of first came out that people would post their their picture on on Facebook back in the day or whatever. Um, uh, to me, it's just, it's, it's Apple giving people the opportunity and the tool to, to be free to, to, if they want to put something like that out there, just go ahead and do it. And if you don't, then you don't have to, but I love, I love that they're giving people the chance, you know, the chance to say, Hey, here's slow motion and on the front, on the front facing camera. And you can, you can be as crazy or as wild as you want to be. You can show off your, your sport. You can, you can dance in the, in the, the sprinkler out in front of your house, whatever you want to do, just be free and be yourself. Um, and, you know, and sometimes that goes the opposite direction, like with the, the woman, um, you know, with her kid blowing on her on her hair and stuff. I mean, clearly that's that's set up and, she, and she's trying to make something for her for her channel and to, you know, to, to be this thing. And um, but I love that that Apple saying, like, we're giving you the chance, whatever you want to create, just create. Yeah. yeah, going off of that, like, it's actually a very empowering tool, like your your phone and your camera um, is the tool that you use to project yourself out into the world how you choose to rep represent yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So do you think that's the problem that they're trying to solve or like the message that they're trying to give in this is own you? I think Apple's always been about creativity. Um, mm -hmm. I, I think there's been moments that, that where they've lost that a little bit over the past few years. So I think they're kind of coming back to that and just saying like everything that we're doing and, and a lot of their campaigns recently have been about creating again and, um, you know, kind of, kind of bringing back that, that notion of it. And I think that gives the opportunity for, for you to be creative and whatever that looks like. Um, so to me, that's, that's the problem they're trying to solve. I mean, obviously they're also trying to solve the problem of selling new phones um, because they have this new feature on it, but you know. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you, if you, you can almost envision this funny, uh, stuffy internal uh, corporate environment where someone just gets a piece of paper that says we have a new uh, front facing camera that you can do slow motion on. We just need a commercial, you know? But then this is what they came up with. That's what's right. so amazing. Like, I think the real ask was you just have to somehow convey that you can now do slow motion on the front camera. And I think that's a really good feature. And I think that's cool. But if you really break it down to like, that's probably the most basic ask. And this is what they came up with. It's like incredible. The distance between those two. Okay. Yeah. So let's break that out a little bit. So the brief was as simple as, hey, we have this front facing camera that you can shoot slow motion on. Great. So that goes to an agency or their internal department, whatever, you know, the circumstance is, what do you think the insight was that the light bulb went off of like, oh, this is an amazing concept? Well, I think the front facing camera has always been about selfies and, and, you know, people showcasing their lives. So, so to me, the insight all along has been, how can we help people be a little more creative with their, with their selfies, with their, um, their profile, so to speak, you know, putting out what they what life they want to showcase on their on their channels and so forth so um to me that would be a big insight yeah these are my favorite kind of asks because you start acting it out in real time like you, you you're sitting around in like a meeting you start holding your phone up and like looking at it and start waving your face around you're like wait that is what people just do you know what i mean so these are sort of fun when simple asks turn into sort of like well how do they actually happen in real life and then you actually realize that that real life thing could actually become the actual idea. That's, mm -hmm. those are, those are fun. So I, this, this looks like a blast. Like this campaign looks like yeah. 
it was a lot of fun to do and think yeah of. Well, and, I, and, and you could do it forever you can make like a hundred of them you know what i mean yeah like, oh you know, yeah <laughs> that's that's what i love about it actually is that it's so simple i mean mm-hmm. it's it's literally just i mean i mean obviously we know from our from our background and and shooting video and stuff it's not as simple as they as it, as it looks uh as far as like how it was shot but it is such a simple thing it's just like you know somebody had to had to put on a storyboard two shots there's a, a dude you know with, with his face here and there's a there's a person you know the, the wide shot and and that's you know that's the storyboard um you know and i even love at, at the end how they kind of come out and they're really showcasing the product well because they come out and and the the phone that they're holding stays centered on the screen and everything else kind of moves around it i mean it's this it, it's it's bringing it back so like clearly there's a product to sell here but they're still they're still taking it back to the to the creative side but in such a simple way that it just works okay so that's something that's working is there anything else that's working in this commercial beyond just the concept itself I think beyond the slow motion front facing camera, because they obviously updated that. The other thing I noticed is that they, they keep always pushing their, um, their waterproofness in iPhones. Mm, I, I noticed that too, yeah. Water as often as they could. So they have the guy snowboarding in snow, so he's in rougher icy weather. There's a guy straight up in a sprinkler, just getting doused. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then those girls are in the freezer, which is kind of misty, and there's water particles there, which speak to the durability so they're sort of through visuals just showing you all the options of how you can use this how this can be used in your lifestyle which i think is cool and something i noticed on the one with the girls in the freezer i kept watching it because it kind of blew my mind a little because you don't think about it when you first watch it but the very first shot looks like it's filmed with the iphone the slow motion part they're showcasing it they cut out to show you the, the reality of them just doing their thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> taking a selfie. And then when they cut back, it's obviously not an iPhone. It's a sh- it's shot with this beautiful camera that looks even better than than the iPhone, because it is. Oh, I didn't even notice that. And it makes it look like that's the selfie you're going to get, because that's the last <laughs> image you see. And it looks incredible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The, the waterproof thing uh, makes me laugh. Tyler should have seen this right before uh, he accidentally drops Sarah's phone in the lake. <laughs> and then, and then, and then spent it, uh, put, put it in, in uh, rice for a few days. And I was like, well, it's waterproof, isn't it? <laughs> I was like, I don't know. <laughs> Just trying to see how long Sarah could go without a phone. <laughs> it was not pretty. I, no, I wanted to get her a phone as soon as possible. <laughs> I just wanted to touch on one of the other things that I think is really working very well is that the um, the demographics that they show. I mean, they're not models. They're not um, like these beautiful, stereotypical people. Like they are so relatable. I mean, the guy in the yard, like doing the face, like <laughs> yeah. that's my dad. Like, yeah, you, you know, and, and uh, you know, the girls in their freezer, like, those are my cousins like i can find somebody that i relate to in each yeah. one of these yeah yeah I, I actually really love the the one um with the mom and, and the and the kid with the hair dryer because that one actually showcases a moment even during her her selfie where her you know her lips kind of blow up from the from the air and then in the wide shot she's showing that she's correcting the, the kid on how to how to blow the air right but it's showing that that even even in the moment of this beautiful thing, you might have this like mess up, you know, where where her lips explode. You know <laughs> Turn into a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. 
they they did the smart thing and they didn't do the the thing where they just have like the high school kids being you know, the cliche cell phone mm-hmm. user. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I could I make the argument that wacky older adults might use their phones more than like a teenager in weird ways. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so we talked about what's working. What's not working? You know, Carolina pointed out the the change in camera in the grocery store one. And I think that could be argued that it's working or not working. But what else is not working in these? But I think that one's interesting because it, it, it is working. Right. Um, but it's not showcasing their their it's showcasing their product with a with a different um um uh, different visual i guess is so so it works really well for the commercial but you kind of have to think about it a little bit um yeah it, it does hit on that thing that mac i've sort of always struggled with a little bit with apple is that like anytime they do these sort of shot with an iphone campaigns and stuff it never it, it is sort of hard to imagine that that was shot with an iphone sometimes. yeah so, um but i mean i think we're all so used to that world of just like being shown the perfect version of something um but it does beg the question, can you really get that amazing of footage from the iPhone? <laughs> but I, I wouldn't think I'm too much for that. I mean, that's just sort of average. Yeah. Well, I think we've, I think we've all seen those. And, and, and not just Apple, but a lot of them do that where, you know, they if you ever see the behind the scenes of this, you know, shot on iPhone or shot on Galaxy or whatever it is. And and it's like, yeah, technically the camera that shot it was was that phone. But then they had, you know, $400,000 worth of lighting and equipment to, to make yeah, it so yeah, perfect. Yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I think one of the things that that um, I noticed that I thought was was interesting is the the snowboarding ones feel a little bit off campaign for me because they don't quite have the same uh, humorous effects where you kind of come out of real life. You're kind of in that moment the whole time, and I I get it where they're going, where they why they did it, but it also feels like you know the snowboarding one could have been a guy in his backyard and he had he blew fake snow and his kids were thrown in his face so he could get that shot. I mean, <laughs> You, they could have done something to bring that back to real life. But I also understand that they're trying to appeal then like, forget your GoPro, bring your iPhone with you. And you know, it's, it's that vibe, but it just feels like maybe a separate campaign. Um, and they're, they're, it's all falling under the same thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And why do two so similar, you know, with the snowboards? So yeah. I wonder if that was just like a targeted, you know, some sort of campaign or. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It almost feels like it was specific. They did it. I mean, they had to have done it for a reason. So whether it was yeah. just, I mean, the GoPro mm-hmm. thing makes sense if they're trying to hit that. Or if they're just targeting ads quickly during like the X Games or something, you know what I mean? They need yeah, something right. quick to right. put out. Mm-hmm. It still sort of works though. I mean, it sort of hits on this like the guys, you know, doing something pretty epic, but the snow does sort of kind of just hit him in the face, and he sort of yeah. like he almost is like it almost startles him for a second, you know. So I mean, it is sort of he he does look sort of silly. I, I don't I don't know if they were yeah. going for that, but <laughs> yeah. It hits that GoPro demographic for sure, but yeah, it does feel a little bit a little bit off. Mm-hmm. Okay, so obviously there's some unique things about this, but how are those unique things that we're talking about them applicable to the food and beverage industry? Like, if we were doing this for one of our clients, what would we take out of this and kind of apply it to our thoughts as we concept of something else? I mean, I, I think the I, I I could really see it with like a, a certain kitchen utensil or even ingredient too but if you're showing a beautiful application of something up close like a finishing a, a plating of something or you know or, or using a tool in this beautiful way but then it cuts out and it's showing this horribly disastrous kitchen and it's a little kid doing it the whole time i mean i think that 
that's a really simple, I think the, the, the technique they used of showing something beautiful up close and then hitting wide, the, the disaster part of it, I think works wonderful with food because mm-hmm. food's such a visual thing. I think there would be such hilarious scenes of how, how you got to this beautiful finished plate. Mm-hmm. It was actually like a disaster, but it doesn't matter because all you're doing is you need to get that last shot to put on Instagram, you know what I mean? Of your, of your food or, or, but I mean, in terms of how it could actually be used for a brand, I mean, that brand could just that, you know, the bottle of spaghetti sauce could just be, you know, front and center the whole time as this beautiful, you know, plating of spaghetti happens, but you go wide and it's just like the dogs eating stuff off the floor and the kids <laughs> yelling. <laughs> It, 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 it's really applicable to sort of like people cooking at home the real way. And if you're a brand that wants to hit like, you know, we're here for like the, the mainstream, we're not here for foodies, we're here for just like everyday people cooking the hustle of life, you know, mm-hmm. I think it can work really well for a brand that's trying to talk that way and preparing food amongst the craziness of life. I think like a broader um, approach to that too, um, and how it could be applicable to food and beverage is just um, simple ideas work. And the more that we can keep things simple and relatable and real is going to do better for someone's brand. Because if you look at something that's so unrelatable, then then you're not going to be able to connect with it. But with this, it, it's so easily able to be connected, able to be connected, I don't know, connectable, relatable. <laughs> yeah. um, it just, it works. And I think that that's something to keep in mind, especially the food and beverage. We all eat, we all drink, you know, we all, we all need those things. So, um, kind of breaking it down into its simplest components can be really good. Yeah. I I was actually almost going to say the exact same thing. Like the simplicity of them to me is what's so genius about it is, you know, so many times you're pressured to say, how many shots can we fit into 15 seconds? Okay. You know, we give two seconds per shot. We can make this work or, um, you know, what's the voiceover And, and you get, you know, Apple could have easily said, you know, some, somebody on their team could have said, okay, this is great, but we need to tell them all the features through voiceover while we're, while we're watching this. And it's like, well, no, that kind of would have killed it. So, um, so how do we, you know, getting that across to, to clients, but also, you know, having clients that are on, on board with that and, and, and willing to kind of, um, you know, take those risks and, pu- and push it a little bit. Um, but yeah, the simplicity thing, even to, to Jay's point, I mean, you just have, it could be two shots that are like this, you have the slow-mo of somebody stirring the sauce and then you go out to this crazy kitchen and you come back, you know, and they're stirring in the background, the sauce is there. I mean, it's such a simple thing. And yet it can be so impactful about like, you have this incredibly uh, balanced, perfect sauce that will make any meal better. And then you come out and you realize that real life still happens, whether your sauce is delicious <laughs> or not. And how can you bring that together? So, you know, I, I, I love it. And I think the, the, the more simple you can go, the more, the better you can get your idea across sometimes. I love yeah. it, and, and I'm definitely going to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think for me, I think one of the other things that I would take out of it is, and this goes back to one of Jay's points earlier, is they came up with a concept where it was like, we're all in on the joke. And there was something relatable about all of us have experienced this in one way or another. And we can relate just to the fact that like, to get the perfect picture or the perfect video on our phone is not the easiest task. And sometimes we look like idiots doing it. Yeah. I, I love this actually goes back to a conversation we had before about, about darlings is we've, we've all had ideas like this, like these super simple, perfect ideas. And, um, and we've, we've even pitched them before. And then when the client doesn't go for it, you're like, Oh, but it's so perfect. You know, it, it could work, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, you're right. When, when you watch these, you just feel like, 
this is the perfect campaign. Like, but yeah. it's, it's fascinating to talk to whoever made this. And for all we know, they, this is, this is like the dumbed down version or, or like they, they're, they're mad at it. It'd be fascinating to hear what they think. To me, it looks like it all just came together perfectly. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> Well, great. I hope you guys all got something out of that. And um, we'll keep bringing some of these little behind the scenes thought processes around other people's campaigns to you throughout the seasons. We hope you all have a great day. Take care. joining our team today as we chatted through this creative critique. If you'd like to check out the videos that we were discussing, please feel free to check out the show notes below. Otherwise, as always, every drink is better shared in good company. We know that as a team, feel free to share Fork and Lens with your team, colleagues, and friends. If you enjoyed today's message, please hit subscribe and become part of our extended community. Um, Every week we'll bring you access to new recipes for creative and marketing success. Until next time.